We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome to the Light Years official season preview show on YouTube Live. Andy, it's not enough for people to hear our voices. They got to see our pretty faces, too. <laughs> this is part of the, uh, the the new 3.0 version of Light Years podcast where, like Sam said, now you now not only do you get audio of, of, of how good looking I am, you get to also see us every Sunday or most Sundays. Uh, before the week, you guys can count the grays. You can you can see a couple extra pop up uh, every time Draymond does something. You know, it's it's a good time. Um, pretty active, fun weekend. If you're a Warriors fan, we're we're not going to acknowledge football. Um, <laughs> one of the, one of the best weekends of sports that I've seen overall in a, in, a, in a long time. Obviously, the Warriors stuff, but dude. Postseason baseball, we've got college football, NFL today. Like, dude, it's it's been sports is is we had like a few weeks of dead period where you and I were searching for content, giving the people the good stuff. Uh, now it's now now we're rolling. October is the best sports month of the calendar year, and you know, you get to watch the uh, the Dodgers and Braves get eliminated. Baseball, I get the Warriors coming back, um, and on the Warriors side, did you think? that Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins would sign extensions before opening night. I didn't see it coming Saturday. I, in my mind, I was thinking if it's going to happen, it's going to happen at like 1130 Monday night. You know, I'm asleep. You're going to send a text. I won't see it till six in the morning. But I didn't think it was going to come out with my breakfast on Saturday. I, yeah. So I thought, and then we go back here in the shows in the last month or so, I thought they'd sign um, before. It just made too much sense especially for Jordan Poole and Wiggins. And then we saw the Draymond stuff come up. I, I thought those two guys would sign. I also thought that Draymond would sign at some point, though it doesn't seem like his has a deadline necessarily. And then all that other shit happened. Right. But it just made too much sense for those guys to sign and, and to sign with the Warriors. I think that's really the most important part when you look at, when you look at, especially Andrew Wiggins, I mean, kind of, kind of one by one with Jordan Poole. It's like, you got to take the money. You're not turning down $123 million guaranteed. And then with Wiggins, it's, where are you going to go? Right. And I, and so I think when you think of it like that, it makes sense. It was really cool that it happened on the same day. And those guys seem to be best friends, which I didn't know. So that was, that was one of the coolest moments I think we've seen with the Warriors the last few months. Yeah. Um, I think my first take was my first one was the Wiggins one surprised me because uh, he didn't have a deadline, like uh, players in their third year, they have until basically opening day. Uh, and then they're not allowed to sign extension until the next summer. So like the pool one, I knew it was kind of like make or break time Wiggins in theory, they, I mean, they could have signed an extension on Thanksgiving on Valentine's day, you know, like in the playoffs. So there's nothing actually stopping him. So for that reason, I figured they just let it play out a little bit, uh, but getting them both inked up before the season starts very cool. And then secondarily, both of them signed what I would consider pretty team friendly or just well the Wiggins one was definitely team friendly (laughs) that that one was way more team friendly than what Jordan Poole signed for I think they're both really they're fair deals and let's put it this way if the Warriors (gasps) decide if the Warriors decide yeah the Warriors decide they want to trade one of them they're not going to have an issue trading one of them I'll put it that way yeah yeah. Jordan Poole it'll start with him 
123 guaranteed. Um, the incentives just came out. Um, about a mil a year of it's tied to like winning on some level. So like making the making the conference finals, stuff like that. So it's like I don't think the Warriors are gonna have an issue giving Pool an extra 250k if they get to the finals. You know, like that sort of stuff. The the rest of the incentives are. I mean, I don't think he's gonna win Defensive Player of the Year. I don't think he's making it, like I he could potentially make an all NBA at some point, but I don't think he's making all defensive team just just throwing it out there. So when you look at that stuff, it's more like he's going to, it's more like 123 to 125, mm-hmm. um, which just for reference, I mean, that's like what Tyler Hero makes. That's less than Jamal Murray. That's less than Shea Gilgis Alexander. It's less than it's like a shade more than Jalen Brunson. And it's 20 mil less than Steph. 18 mil less than Luca. So it's putting him really in that kind of second tier guard money, which I think is appropriate. Like that's yeah. kind of like the going rate for those. Right. Like the numbers sound ridiculous. Like, yeah, he's making the same as Mookie Betts. You're like, okay, you know, that's well, <laughs> but it's I, like you you can't compare that sort of stuff. You you only can compare it to like other players and kind of the contract structures of the league. And and slight, I guess like deep cut uh annoying. Uh, mm-hmm. thing that I that I that I have for the NBA now is is the reporting that goes around on these contracts. Mm-hmm. When it got reported that it was for you 140 million and, and it really is right. it really <laughs> is 123. I mean essentially that it's that's an NFL contract, right? I mean that's just the NFL way they present like Von Miller where he got X amount of money who by yeah. the way had a great play tonight but 180 whatever you're like whoa and it's Ugh. like yeah it gets voided after you know a year like the Colin Kaepernick contract right was like what was huge and then and then a couple years later it's well he's off the team and they don't actually have to pay him anything so that's like something I'm a little annoyed but either way he got the money that he deserved I thought it's interesting that he got three to five million more than hero guaranteed um <laughs> Really, just, just really, just one a year more when you yeah. break it down that way. It's just like he's like, oh, he's getting thirty a year. I want thirty-one. Yeah, that was funny. I, I'm curious <laughs> if maybe the the Draymond stuff had something to do with it. Um, they said no, but you know, of course, they're gonna say that. Do so think, anyway, l- let me ask you this: Do you think he's better than than Tyler Hero? Yeah, absolutely. So if Ty- absolutely, if, so if if you're his agent and they say Hero's getting one twenty, what do you go say? I mean, like what he did right? above yeah. uh, at least, at least 125, which, which he got him. Let me ask you this. Tyrese Maxey uh, could get an extension. He's uh, one, think, one in one extra year. One do you year. think he's better? Maxie which one's is, better? Mm, I think Poole and Maxey are actually kind of comparable, but different players. Like Maxey's mm-hmm. a better defender. I'll let me put it this way. I think Poole is better suited to be a lead scoring guard than Maxi. Maxi might fit better as like a point guard around some stars. Hmm. I think he's I think Poole's more likely to average 25 to 28 points a game. I don't think Maxi's that type of player. I think Maxi's more really good defender, gonna average 20-ish, gonna gonna yeah. set the team up. Uh it's I'm dancing around the question. I think they probably deserve to get the same, but it's like pick your poison stylistically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they're just both I I I don't know who to go with. I probably need to watch Tyrese Maxey play more. So that's my bailout answer. But I mean, just give me Poole. Like, does he all- fit? Does he fit better on the Warriors? I don't and know. And we know that Poole does, right? With mm-hmm. Steph. Um, so that's 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 a cool one. He uh he had his media appearance today, Jordan Poole did, and uh it was as boring as ever. Um, it's like he comes comes from like the Steph cloth. Yeah, I was, like, I was gonna say he, he started doing the Steph workouts and now he does the Steph interviews. <laughs> it's so it's so bad. It's just absolutely nothing. The dude says nothing. So you kind of can't glean anything out of that, right? You can't tell mm-hmm. if he's mad at Draymond. You can't tell if he's happy about it. You can't tell if he doesn't care. Either way though, um I thought maybe there was a chance that Jordan Poole will wait till after the season, but I guess when you get 125 million put in front of you, you can't say no. So good for the Warriors and Jordan Poole. Great for the Warriors. Great for Jordan Poole. Good to have that solved. Let's let's talk Andrew Wiggins. Uh, that one, all the mm-hmm. attention had been on Jordan Poole, um, it, both from a contract standpoint and uh, other stuff. <laughs> but so I feel like the the Wiggins one, like there wasn't any reports that it was coming down the pipeline, other than like they said, like we'll talk to his representation. We're we're working towards it, but Poole's kind of the priority. Right. When I saw it announced, uh, my first thought was. Wow. Uh, he's, he's actually taking a pay cut. Everyone yeah. else is um, 
fighting for more because the cap keeps going up. Like, like the reality is when Wiggins signed that max deal, the cap was somewhere between 90 and 100. Uh, and so if you're giving Wiggs 30 mil a year when the cap's like 90 or 100, like it's kind of rough, right? That's why he had the whole bad reputation. Yep. Um, now the cap, the cap will be 134 next year and it's going to keep going up. And he's actually going to get less. He's getting what, 27-ish? A year on average, right? A fra- yeah, first year is twenty four, which is, I mean, that's free almost. <laughs> that's almost Does a him, uh, free first yeah, year. Yeah, a little, little bit of a Crazy. luxury tax break for them. Um, sure. That number would put him around the likes of what guys like Demar Derozan make, uh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown actually makes a little more than that now. Guys like how much is Brandon? How much does Brandon Ingram make? A little more. Brandon Ingram more, gets uh, yeah, 30, 32, 30. He gets 33. So, he's a shade under max. But, like, what's important here is looking at this, the guys who are in that, like, mid to high 20s range, um, it puts them kind of – it puts them above Mikel Bridges but below the Tatum uh, – Tatum, Michael Porter Jr. who got maxed out and then got hurt. Um, uh, by the way, that guy – that guy Brandon is – Brandon Ingram, that, like, he – I, I think it's actually an appropriate number for what Wiggins, who Wiggins is. I think that he could have gotten more, but he doesn't care. <laughs> like, I think he's made all the money that he's ever had to, to your point about him being in Minnesota and getting maxed out and just being generally overpaid when he was there. And now coming here, I think he just thinks, dude, why, why would I care to make 30? Cause he can get $30 million next year. Somebody's giving him $30 million, but why would you do that? If you gonna can go, just say, gonna go chill in Charlotte with with Lamelo and um, sounds awful. Even if the Lakers pay him, that sounds awful. Like LeBron, LeBron's gone in a year. Like what happened, or or a couple of years, and you're you're now LeBron's the guy. That's play, LeBron might only play half a season from here on out. You know, that's so terrible. Like Forty five game plan. Yeah. Um, so so to me, when they talk about this this contract, what Wiggins, I, I don't know if it's a sacrifice. I actually think Wiggins probably thinks it's the best deal that he can get. He gets to play with Steph. And Clay and Draymond, he gets to play with Poole. He gets to do what he is great at, which is defense and kind of fitting in on offense, making threes and slashing. slashing. The like, yeah. Doesn't have to do anything crazy. And he gets paid 30, $27 million a year. So when you talk about sacrifice, I just, yes, I think it helps the Warriors out. Now, the question for me, though, is did he just take this um, pay cut to help him save on tax or is the, or are the Warriors going to say, hey, we're going to use this and pay Draymond or Claire or something like that? Because if he's just doing it to save on tax, then it's like, okay, it's interesting. It's That's an inter- interesting one. I mean, but- there, there are they're way in the tax, even with this contract. So, but what, no, but the point is, what, if, but the, the point is, he can get more money. And if they don't spend that money on him, do they use that to spend it on someone else like Draymond for an extension? Which I don't know because, because I don't think anybody knows at this point, but, um, but either way, I just think it, it's it's. I think Wiggins and then Clay next season is going to be something similar. It's just why why would you go somewhere else and why would you want more money to go somewhere else to do that, right? Do you want to get more? Like the Clay situation is different. I actually think Clay I, may, he might get as much money than what a dream what Wiggins would on the on the Frazier market. But um, that's that's another guy that I can see where Clay is like, yeah, I'm just going to take less money. It just makes sense for who I am now in my career. Draymond, I think. I think the um, the Wiggins thing is interesting because you're he could probably get a little more in free agency, like anywhere from two mil more a year to maybe seven mil more a year, something like that, right? Right. right. Um, and you know, you, you times that over four years, it's not an insignificant amount of money. You know, um, it, it's it seems abundantly clear. He's like, this is basically my market rate. I'm not interested in like gambling to see if I can get every extra penny. Like you're, you're, you're close enough. Let's sign this paperwork. So I don't have to think about it. Yeah. And I actually think from a basketball standpoint, probably benefits him more. Cause I don't think Wiggins is the type of dude who's um, I think he probably plays better when he's comfortable. So just like having the security probably benefits him more than being the guy. Like, like, can you see him pulling an Aaron judge? Being like, oh, you're not going to give me the. I'm going to go out there and hit 61, 62 right. bombs. Like, I don't, I don't think he's wired that way. I think he's more like, take care of me so I can be comfortable. Um, and it works out for everyone because, especially the Warriors, they they now 
you know, he's been a perfect fit. He had an awesome playoffs, did really an awesome year for them. Um, and they get to keep the Warriors at a number that they're comfortable with. It's kind of funny. He went from the worst contract in the NBA to now like one of the better ones, right? Maybe one of the better ones. That's I, yeah. fascinating. I um kind of funny. I, I think it's great too. Uh, you look at the future of the Warriors, you look at Clay, who's kind of the vet on the wing. Then you see Wiggins, who's kind of he's not a vet, but he's in his prime wing, which which Clay is not anymore, right? And then you've got uh, Moody and Kaminga as kind of the up and coming wings under those guys. That's a lot of two way, a lot of two way wings. Right, a lot of two-way wings. I think that's. I think that's. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I, for me, I was thinking over the weekend if there's one person that the Warriors can try to emulate uh, with with skill set out of the three guys that are going to be free agents, I would say probably Wiggins because Kaminga maybe can do a lot of what he can do at some point in his career. But the Warriors just said, "Screw it, we're not even going to. We're not even going to worry about it. Let's just keep him here for the next five years." Right. So, um, dude, I the, the other thing is like Joe Lacob just he he told TK friend of the show that he wouldn't spend more than 400. Now we don't know what the actual number is next season, but he said he wouldn't spend more than $450 million. Apparently, according to Bobby Mark, Sam, that, that next year, they're going to have to pay 483 million. Again, I don't know if that number is actually right. Closer to 500. Um, So, so very good lying, very good selling, very good expectation setting by Joe Lacob as always, who ends up paying more than he said he wouldn't. Well, I mean, it's too early to tell because here's the thing. Um, Bobby Mark's projection is Mm -hmm. based upon the idea that every player is back on the number that's agreed upon, including like Dante DiVincenzo, who, I mean, I think I'd love him back, but I'm kind of assuming something went wrong. Something went wrong. If he's back next season. Yeah. If if someone isn't offering him 10, 15 in free agency, something went wrong. Yeah. Some weird thing like that. Also it assumes Draymond doesn't opt out. Draymond takes his opt-in number. Um, So it's all that stuff. And actually Bob Myers talked about it. He he was kind of funny. He's like, guys, we know what the tax number is. We're um, uh, really, he, he basically said, we don't really have to determine that until next off season. Like if we determine it's too much, then we'll trade someone like maybe Draymond next off season. But his entire point was like, we're not paying that tax today. The tax doesn't get calculated until next year. So there's no reason to really worry about it. In the meantime, we got guys on contracts. We really like, we like pool on that contract. We like, um, we like Wiggins on that contract, you know, like they, they have, it's funny because they're in the tax, but they have a decent amount of flexibility. Like if, you think if tomorrow, if they're like, we got to trade Wiggins because Kuminga is turning into the second coming of um, KD, unlikely, but uh, turning this and and we just we need to open up the minutes for him. There's no other way around it. You know, you think they're gonna have an issue trading him? No, you know, like that. That's the thing when I look at the Warriors, like they have a lot of flexibility with that sort of stuff. So um, I think there's no way I, I know where the point you're trying to make, but ain't no way they're trading any of these guys. Just no chance. That's no, not, but- just not what the Warriors do. I get what you're saying. It's just I, I see people all the time go like, well, they've got flexibility to trade guys like guys. They're not trading them. It's not happening. Jordan Poole's not getting traded. Wiggins not getting traded. Clay's not getting traded uh, for reasons. I mean, right? just yeah, in, ge- in general, them. you are right. Like in general, they've shown that they're they're the opposite of the Lakers. They're not going to just like make moves right, for the right. sake of making moves. Like if sometimes I feel like they're a little too much the other yes, way. But yes. but but anyway you slice it. They're they're kind of pragmatic with that sort of stuff. But it which, works, it, right? It, I mean like that's why Paul and Wiggins are now getting paid 100 million dollars is I was arguing that they should have traded Wiggins. Uh I was arguing that Jordan Paul, I mean I not even trade the guy was so bad his first year. Um mm-hmm. but they just held on and held on and held on you win a championship and now those guys are getting paid. So there you go. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. I want to save the, uh, the Draymond conversation for, okay. for Marcus, who will be joining us momentarily. Um, and by momentarily, I mean could be two minutes, could be 10 minutes, but he'll be coming on very soon. Good old Marcus. Uh, he actually wrote on it, so it just feels like redundant if we talk about it. And yeah. Just ask him yeah. again. Um, let me ask you this. One other thing about the contract extensions and everything. Do you feel like this puts pressure on Steve Kerr to have to find more minutes or start Jordan Poole? Yeah, that's a huge thing. Um, I, I'm, I guess, less worried about that this season than the next couple of seasons, but, you know, maybe Clay isn't here the next couple of seasons. But I think for this season, it's not, it's not an issue um, for now. I just, I just think they understand. They're all coming off a championship. They're all happy. It's not like, it's not like Jordan Poole and Draymond play the same position if you're talking about two people who have an issue with each other. Um, I don't think it's an issue for this season. I, I do think, though, it, it, the, the problem is going to come next year, right? What are they going to do with Clay? Is Clay going to resign? What is he going to resign for? And if he's going to resign, then who's going to start and, and what happens then? I only say that even, because what's that? I was saying we're not even factoring in like what if Moody takes a huge leap and like all that sort of stuff, you know? Which which we think so. Um mm-hmm. also I, I don't know if anybody asked this, but we think that Jordan Poole cares. He cared last season. But maybe he doesn't anymore. Maybe he got his money. Maybe part of the what he cared about last season was, well, dude, am I gonna get paid thirty million dollars if I'm coming off the bench? Like maybe that was part of his mindset. But now it's like, well, you're pretty secure, man. Like you're you're getting paid more than than like you said, you, you're care, tier, you, care, tier two you care a little. You care a little less once the uh, once the checks nine figures, right? Yep. You're like, hey, well, I, I wouldn't could, know, I, but yeah, I could, I could be a team player. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that reminds me. Remember when Andre Godala said, uh, you know, guys, guys like um, Tyler Hero and Jordan Poole. Oh, here I found the quote. I'm going to read it just because it's it's uh, it feels predictive. He said this last year. Okay. He said, the new sixth man is getting 20 mil per year. That's the bottom offer for guys like the Tyler Heroes and the Jordan Pools. You got a few of those guys who are starters, but for teams they're on, they're six men. You don't have a problem going above and beyond taking care of them because you know they'll be a staple player for your franchise. Andre Godala said that, let's, yeah. January, so 10 months ago. Uh, and I remember at the time I was like, whoa, 20 million? That's crazy. Turns out Andre was being a little modest even then, but I think his point was absolutely correct. It's like those dudes are starters, they're just coming off the bench because it's it benefits like the team rotation. So you right. you pay them like they're those guys because he is. I mean, 27 teams in the league would start Jordan Poole, and then there's like two to three teams who bring off the bench just because they think it fits their rotation a little better. The fascinating question for me is uh, what happens next postseason? Because there were almost 75% of the game, if you take take a look at all the postseason games, that uh, Poole didn't, didn't finish, right? He didn't mm-hmm. close. And so I, I do think maybe starting doesn't matter anymore now you get the money. But what happens when you're in the postseason and you don't get to close? Because Steve yeah. is going to say, hey – you know, get, give Steve me Kerr my actually said that today. I don't know. Did you see that one? He I missed said, that. Okay. I missed that one then. He said he wants Jordan to get better on defense so he can, can play him a consistent 30 plus minutes per game in the playoffs. Uh, basically alluding to what you're saying. It's like, we know Jordan can play. We know he's going to be useful for this team, but he wants him to get so good on defense that he's like, I got to close with this guy, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's a little tougher because, you know, if he closes him and Steph, are small so they got to be he's got to be a little extra scrappy on defense like yep. he, he not less he, he needs to be he needs to be more Steph and less less uh Jim Harden 
Um, and, and then that question becomes, well, does is Draymond closing, right? Because we see him get taken out a few times. Looney, right? Those questions. Do you have an interior defender? But again, those those are questions so far down the line. I think there's there is, I think, a leap that we both agree that that we're going to see from Jordan Poole this season. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to be, but there is going to leap that uh, whether it be more consistent shooting, more consistent finishing, defense, playmaking. He's on a couple passes that he made to James Wiseman there in the postseason that or in the preseason that I thought was was pretty special. I think these are probably it's been what twelve years of of Steph's career. This might be the 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 season that we're going to see the Warriors look the best with Steph off the floor. This might be the one I think versus any other season. Yeah, I mean, this is the first time they've had a a legitimate Steph replacement and no one's, no one's going to be Steph, but it's like a guy who can actually run the offense and be that lead guard uh, as opposed to the, uh, the Wanamakers, the Chiozas uh, Livingston was always a, a different type of player, but like Quinn cook that geez, they really have not ever had like, uh, I was going to say, even like, even when they had KD, right? Like they were playing Quinn cook next to him and a bunch of guys that couldn't really do anything. Yeah, right, but and, it, <laughs> and it was more like uh, hopefully Katie gets hot so we don't yep. get blown out type exactly of thing, type of minutes there. Yeah, I I think another thing to think about too is um, is the the type of growth that we're going to see out of the young players. You alluded to this earlier and how much that'll matter because. Dude, we just saw Kaminga look like a freaking all star. Yeah. Like uh, by just, far his best his best preseason game. Yeah, I mean just just the numbers itself is great, but you watch the game and you're like, well, that's 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 a dude that could be a second tier passer playmaker. That's a dude that's going to be elite finishing. That's a dude that's going to be an incredible defender. Now I'm sure he's going to look terrible Tuesday, like that because that's what it is when you're 21 years old. But one great game, one one subpar game, you know. Yeah. Right, right. So, mm. dude, but he's not under that pressure to be that guy which I think the point I'm trying to make is, man, how good are they going to look when he's going to be consistently that good? And then Moses Moody, I think at this point, you and I are sitting here, that guy's consistently good enough to play minutes on this team. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a game where he shouldn't sit. Um, it's a lot of options for the Warriors. That this, this is probably the, they might not be the best top end team that the Warriors have ever had, but they are going to be the best Um they might be the best regular season team that we've seen from the Warriors since 15-16, I think. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, <laughs> best? <laughs> but yeah, since 15-16. Regular, um, regular season. Yeah, regular yeah. season. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure you got the qualifier. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we know the best team of all time. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll, we'll get into it a little later, just wait when our guest here. But it's like, um, it, it's an interesting question. It, Forget if they're the best. Is this the deepest roster they've had? No, I think a lot of that depends on Kaminga and, and Wiseman, really. Because if if either of those two guys are, you don't necessarily pop or they can't play consistent winning minutes, then all of a sudden you feel a little light as in the bigs, right? All of a sudden you're playing Looney and Draymond a lot. All of a sudden you're missing a guy that can defend on the perimeter. But, I mean, so far, so far, those dudes look like they can play 10 to 15 minutes. I think especially in Wiseman's case, too. Um, he's got the ease. I don't know if I, I don't know if it's easiest, but he's got the most concise role out of the young guys right now. It's hey, go out there, go dunk the ball, go cut to the rim, and then on defense, just kind of not be terrible and rebound, right? It's not they're not putting too much responsibility on him, which to me feels like that's going to be best case scenario for Wiseman this season. Which 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 I think why is he's I think he's going to get 15 minutes out the gates. Um, what we're seeing so far. Yeah. It's, it's a fun question. I, I, I pose it to you. Who, who of the young guys is going to get the most minutes in the regular season game to game? Jordan Bull doesn't count. Uh, no, sorry. Just to be clear, the three young guys, Wiseman, Moody, and uh, Kuminga. Baldwin doesn't count. All right. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, you can count them in there. I mean, that'd, <laughs> that'd be a real, uh, that'd be a real dark horse. Mo, Mo, I think Moses Moody is going to be the one. I mean, he, was playing last postseason against the Mavs, um, but partially because GP two was out, but also partially he looked great in those minutes. He, he's the, I think, without a doubt, that's the guy that's going to be consistently good. Also, won't make mistakes because I think if you're looking at someone like Steve Kerr, you know he'll deal with Steph making mistakes or Draymond making mistakes. He's not going to deal with Kaminga making mistakes or Wiseman. Actually, both of those guys, 
Um, Moody's the guy that's, hey, he's going to stand in the corner. He's going to make a three. And defensively, he's not going to screw up. He's not going to make flash plays, but I think he's the guy that's going to make all the glue plays. And, and to me, um, it's, it's going to be the postseason. postseason I'm saying I'm saying Wiseman. Um, I think what? he has the really? clearest path to minutes. And I think he's going to play 20 minutes a game. My my prediction is he plays the most minutes in the regular season out of the three because, you know, we know Loon's not going 30-plus minutes. Um, and based on what I saw in preseason, uh, yeah, Wiseman's got a lot of work to do on the defensive end, but he's going to score the ball, and I think he's going to – I think he's going to get consistent minutes, whereas Moody and Kuminga, I mean, there's a lot of dudes at their positions. You know what I mean? There's – there's Dante, obviously there's Wiggins, there's Clay. Right. So I think when we look at it at the end of the year, I'm not saying this will be true in the playoffs. I'm not saying it's indicative of who is the best player of the three. I just think Wiseman is set up to play. He's going to be the guy who plays like 21 minutes a game where like Moody and Kuminga might be in the 15 to 20 minute range because some games they're just going to not get many minutes because it's a Dante game or it's a, you know, Wiggs is going off and there's not minutes for him, that type of thing. By the way, it's pretty good to be a rookie in the NBA and to get to play with those guys, though, huh? Like, imagine if you're your big gym and you just you yeah. get to play with Draymond and Steph and Clay. Like, it, I mean, it does it get any easier? It does. Well, the pressure is immense. The pressure is right, but <laughs> but you know, it does feel like they finally got that two timeline thing working. Like, remember when they first started doing it? I'm like, this isn't gonna work. What are we doing here? Like, yeah. Wiseman looks like. Wiseman looks like a deer in headlights and Steph's trying to, you know, do some like super complicated intuitive stuff and Draymond's pointing him to move around. And then like three years later, it's actually kind of seamless. They're simplifying stuff. Guys are, um, it doesn't mean young guys aren't making mistakes, but they, it makes just, it makes way more sense, I guess is the best way to put it. And like they, they're kind of on the same page now. They need, they need the vets to kind of buy into that. Steph is always going to buy into to things. I think Clay, I don't know if Clay buys in. I think Clay just does whatever he does, right? And they just kind of work around that. What I'm interested to see this season, and we'll talk about it with MT in a little bit, is the Draymond stuff because I feel like on the court, Draymond's always going to buy in, but I don't know what that's going to look like off the court. So those are those are I think pretty pretty big questions. Another guy. I mean, we 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 talked about this at length to another guy that's. Whenever you play with the starters, it looks pretty good. It's coming the last game when you can play with the I mean, yeah. it's just, it's just, he played the dunker role, the Iguodala role. He's got the defensive look, look upside like to six, be like, look like a seven, six, seven GP2 out there. <laughs> or basically just Sean Marion, who's who they asked him yeah. to for, for, uh, for a season now. You know, I was, uh, maybe there's a story to be said about Andre Iguodala because uh, it seems like Kuminga is like really bought into trying to play like he knows that's the only way he gets on the floor. So I think that's seems- interesting. I think that's interesting because that's one I didn't expect to happen. Um, not, I, I, not thought that it, I, yeah. I thought it'd take a little long. I think it'd be a little, I thought it'd be a little rocker and who knows it probably will be. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship icon of the seas, the ultimate family vacation, the ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation, the ultimate never done that. Can't wait to do it. Vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, we got special guests joining us. Straight from the Warriors facility. Straight to Light Years season preview. The man does not sleep. Uh, The man does just working 24-7. In Japan. I don't think MT didn't go to Japan. (laughs) <laughs> from the athletic marcus marcus thompson how you doing sir you know i was trying to write before i was distracted <laughs> i appreciate you hopping on what you are, you, about? are you still at the facility where are you at these i'm home I'm okay home. all right um, what am i writing about andy 
Are you right? Are you writing about? Are you writing about Draymond? <laughs> you writing about Draymond saying this is the last dance? Are you writing about Joe Lacob saying, "Hey, we're not paying this guy. We got the kids." I mean, I don't know. Seems like the biggest story out right now. I'm writing about uh, Formula One and McLaren and a project they're doing with an Oakland, uh, an Oakland-based nonprofit. Check that out on the Athletic tomorrow. I will. I will. You wrote sure you about will. a. I will. I'm dead serious. You wrote about Draymond today. Bob Myers already running PR, being like, "That's not true. We'll see. We'll see what happens in a year's time." Uh, I wrote about the Warriors' decision today and how they have said, essentially, somebody's got to go. Or, I mean, I try to get them to say it today. If Joe Laker wants to pay the money, then everything is all good. But, yeah. You know, Bob, Bob, wouldn't, Bob wouldn't commit that far ahead. He decided today to be a general manager who lives in the moment, even though that's literally not his job. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we all know what it is. Do you uh did you buy his spin? Because I kind of buy it. I kind of buy the um we don't we're not paying the tax till next season, so I have eleven months to figure out exactly how I want this to play out. I absolutely buy it. Uh, no question. No, no question. I buy it. Um, as, as this season has shown, man, like he's right. You don't know what's gonna happen. You just have no idea. So I buy this idea that he doesn't have to decide now. They don't have to make a decision now. They can let it play out. Uh, that that all makes sense and it's accurate. I believe it. What I don't buy is the idea that they have no idea <laughs> what they'll do. It all depends on, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it all depends on how this shakes out. We don't know. They have each one of these scenarios mapped out. They know exactly what they're doing. They They know, for instance, how much of what they're spending is going to be covered by the increase in the luxury in the salary cap based on BRI, right? Like all this yeah. stuff is being figured out. Like they aren't the Warriors because they wait to the moment and they're like, hey, what should we do now? But to me, to me, the easy answer is to say, yeah, we're paying everybody until you don't have to, right? Or until you decide not to, right? But like, yeah, we're paying everybody. It's what we do. I would just keep saying that. And then when it's time to not pay somebody, it's like, oh, man, it got to be too much. That's when you start tapping your pockets, Andy, and be like, oh, I ain't even got <laughs> well, it. I ain't yeah. even got it. And you got this one? I'll them or you. I'll them or you. Uh, you, you, think, you think Bob's saying <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's what happened with GP2, which, you know, we kind of thought. Now, this is going to be a way larger scale. GP2 is kind of a. Yeah, it's a slightly more important player. This is a little more important, <laughs> you know. Both elite defenders, Draymond and GP. Um, hey, I want to ask you this. How angry was Steph Curry um, with Draymond after what happened? I've been meaning to ask I mean, you I this think, for a week. I think they all were pretty angry. Like the leaders, they were all angry. Uh, I mean, I, to me, this felt like a different thing. Though I know people see this as kind of like, here's Draymond again. But I think they all felt like this was different. This wasn't just like you know, the the experience of Draymond. This was something a little bit different, the way the way he hit him and who he hit and kind of that, like, very in-the-locker-room kind of sanctity he violated. Yeah, they, they, they were all mad. I think disappointed is probably another proper word, too, just because, like, this isn't the same as the other stuff, right? This isn't we're in the heat of the moment. You get a little too hot, you go overboard, and we got to pay for it. This this was different. So, yeah, they – I don't think they're – the only people who weren't mad were the people who were like, yo, what Domingo? is happening right now? <laughs> like, I don't Wiseman's like, what's, what's going, going on? Ryan Rollins yeah, wasn't yeah. wasn't uh, all mad. Right, Pat Baldwin is like, yo, so yo. is this the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> on a championship on team, bike. this what happens? <laughs> let me get on my bike and get up out of here, you know? <laughs> he, so when, that so dude, Patrick the... Baldwin put a helmet on in a locker room. And, I, and it was just like, hey, what, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm about to ride my bike. I was like, you can wait till you get outside to put the helmet on. But he was like, <laughs> just in a locker room with a helmet on. <laughs> I always want, it's like, those those e-bikes, man. I'm, I'm just waiting for the inevitable, like, NBA player gets in a crash on his little e-bike. 
or I mean, we saw what we saw Monte. I mean, that was the old school version of uh, <laughs> it's, a little school di- version. it's a little different. Yeah, it's funny yeah. you bring up Monte. I ran into Tom Abdenauer, the longtime Warriors athletic trainer from back oh. in the day, who who was on top of who was the one healing Monte or or treating him mm. back in the day. And he brought up he brought up Monte Ellis as a comparison, essentially to say, yeah, crazy things happen behind the scenes. Ah. Like it could be <laughs> it could be much worse. Uh, remember Monte Ellis? <laughs> that was like a four-month saga. So funny you brought him up after I saw him today. Do you um, think this is going to make Draymond better or worse this season? Uh, because I, I think it makes him better. Really? Okay, because because yeah. Bob Myers talked about it. He's like some players respond to like prove it seasons, and some players that like it messes with their head. Nah, this is like this is Draymond's wheelhouse. Like literally, it's him against the world, right? I mean, he got booed at Chase Center. Like the fact I missed that, that did he really? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like crazy, but you can hear people booing. Like some people cheer, but some people boo, which is something that just doesn't happen at home, right? And yeah. like, I, I don't think his approval rating has ever been lower. So this almost kind of puts him in that zone right so we, we get we like, getting 31 percent from three i mean i'm thinking 34 you know i mean this is like i mean he's got so much writing on this uh and to me like the the for draymond like the biggest motivator is when he could turn around and he could like talk, you know, he could talk his trash, right? Right. When he when he's put in a situation to say, "Oh, okay, you you you're saying this, all right, I need to respond, so I have to play because you ain't gonna shut me up, right? So I gotta perform because I can't lose my ability to talk." I feel like he's in that situation, right? Where, you know, I mean, they just signed, they they just invested in two guys who didn't build this thing, but benefited from it and not in Draymond, right? So, I mean, that's, you know, that's a significant move. I know people are like, oh, you're being there. You're like, this is a significant moment. Like, they made a choice, and the choice wasn't Draymond. They also so, paid – Poole and Wiggins also got paid more, and I understand inflation, but more than what Draymond's ever gotten on a contract. Oh, yeah, no question. Like, I mean, Poole's – Draymond's never made $30 million with the Warriors a year. And that's like pools average. I think part so of it's like, kind of his fault too, though. MT, like I feel, I feel like no, part of it's like no he, kind of <laughs> like yeah. It's like you should have went to clutch earlier. I mean, look, man, like you could have got I more. Mean, I, I also just, I also think just like part of it's his skill set never gets paid. It yeah, not, not in, not in there. It doesn't so translate. You got to be able to get buckets. Bottom line, you just got people don't people don't pay. Unless you only get only Andy kind of Lou pays to watch Draymond like scare people in the pick and roll against strips. I love that. I mean, I I still say I would have I would have paid Draymond and pull. I would have. I actually like, think. My I actually think. I actually think he's done pretty well considering. I mean, yeah. look at look at Looney can't Luke, Looney can't get ten million. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So he he actually does pretty well. But I I think he's gonna be crazy motivated. Uh, I, I actually think he he is healthy and in shape, and he's got like bodies around him. Right, this isn't like where it's like, yo, D'Angelo Russell, I just need you to <laughs> be right. You know, it's like yo, he's got some people who know. He's got you know Wiggins at the point of attack. He's got Steph who's playing defense. Right, he's got Loon as a starting center. Like he's not like having to manage and coach a bunch of people while. He, like, he can just kind of lock in, and you know he wants to be Defensive Player of the Year. And here's where I knew, Andy, that we were in for DPOI Draymond. The moment Rudy Gobert tweeted, that was it. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay, yeah. he ain't he yeah. ain't taking this from Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I just – I mean, one, he has one hit now. Two, just the tweet. I just – I can understand why that's so personal because Rudy – there's no chance on earth Draymond's going to get the contract Rudy got. Just zero. He's Never, fighting no. for like he's fighting to get a, the contract. That's Wiggins a good point. Got. That's a good point. I, and and I can and he is a better defender. He's definitely the more accomplished defender. It can make a man pretty big. I mean, he can't even get the DPOYs Rudy got right. Like he yeah. still got one where Rudy just racks him up. So yeah, you know, he's not he's not taking that from Rudy. He's gonna want to talk to. Rudy. I mean, look, we saw this whole year was 
don't let us win the title. And then he goes out. And he was playing great until he got hurt. So he he would have I mean, obviously injury injuries like of increasingly a more real element. Like you know, they're in their thirties, sure. you gotta worry about it. But if he's healthy, I think you know, I think it's set up for him to play really well. Yeah, there's not really a track record for a 33-year-old 6'6 center. Like, how do those guys age, you know? But, like, nothing Draymond <laughs> does really fits, like, a stereotype either. I, I want to get off Draymond at some point here, but my, my <laughs> final take is I, I do think he's not going to get the money. Even if he has a DPOY, I just I don't think it matters. I think a couple of things, age, injury, the punch, all that stuff might have cost himself a bunch of money in next year's market, which is why... I think he has a pretty good chance to be on the Warriors again because he can always sign for a lesser year-over-year contract. But I just think he's that's not, not going to get that, – That's not the problem, though. Like, the, You think he doesn't want to be here? You think they're just kind of – No, even, even if he comes here, like how much money does he have to give up for Joe to be like, okay? Like he's he, on, he needs to he needs like, to off he needs to he needs to make he, he's one gotta, of the, he's got to give up twenty he's got to give up the twenty seven six and then sign a new deal but they need the number to be zero actually like or Joe's got to say hey man all right I'll pay and then the question becomes well if you could pay if I make fifteen why you can't pay if I make thirty <laughs> right like it's... we're we're, we're, we're straining <laughs> and that's here so to me that that's like, Joe's got to decide if he's going to pay for it. Like, that's the bottom line. He's got to decide if he's going to pay for it. Well, and I think that's the, the big, issue, not Draymond. I think the bigger backdrop is we haven't even touched on him yet, but Wiseman and Kuminga. Um, if, they, if they progress at, like, a faster-than-expected speed, that hurts Draymond. Because, like, obviously, front office wants us guys to be starters and key parts of this team. And it's really just a question of, is that going to happen – in nine months or is it going to happen in like two years, you know, yeah, type yeah, of deal. Yeah. Um, and if, but if they're like, they were last year where it's like, okay, they're fine. But like when it's, when it's serious, you know, playoffs chips on the table time, like 23 is playing 40 minutes a game and, you know, Wiseman he maybe gets in there for five to 10 type of thing. That's a different question. It's a little tougher. Cause how also, are they going to, how, how do you, how do you tell the vets who are playing those playoff minutes? You're just going to let, Draymond walk if he's clearly one of the five guys who close one of the best players. Absolutely, no. I question. agree. I agree. And also, I think it, they kind of don't want them to accelerate too fast because then you're you gonna be pay right him. back in the exact same situation <laughs> where you gotta, you gotta pay, pay him. Him. right. Yeah, you one, like, one one year of not having to pay everyone, and then yeah, back then, at it. <laughs> then Wiseman is up, right? And what's his thing, yeah. right? Like you know, and you know how it is with bigs, and if Kaminga becomes anything like we think, like he's not. You're not getting Kaminga for ten million dollars, right? Like so Moody, yeah, Moody's another one. So they're they're right back in the same situation. Uh, I, I do think there's a part of Joe that wants to get back to the cost control, like reasonable element of spending, because that's the way having this huge franchise with this new arena actually fits. You know what I'm saying? I think they 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 trying to get to the point where they're breaking even, but at some point. They might want to make some money off this thing and not dump all their profits into it. I mean, but if it's that tough, you know, sell the squad and get your little $7 billion or whatever. Oh, man. <laughs> right. if, if the Suns are going to go for what, Sam, what, what do you think, six? You were saying six and a half for the Suns? What do you think the Warriors would go at? No, it was like three or four. For the Suns, three yeah. billion. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Anyway, well, let's talk about this season because I'm, I'm sick of talking about the last dance. I, it, the, the Warriors are really good this season. Marcus, what are, you, what are your thoughts going into to Tuesday's home opener here? We were talking about how we think that this is the deepest team the Warriors have ever had. It's yeah, been a question gotta, posed to us. I mean, I, I see it, but I got to see it. Yeah? I mean... I feel well, about the team. The, who's, the, who's the David West? Pat Baldwin. Like, who's... To me... Kevon Looney, have, apparently. Kevon Looney, apparently. <laughs> yeah, they have them, but he's starting, right? That's their starting center. Like, yeah, I, I think they're, to me, I think they're going to be really good. Uh, if I think they're banking on a couple things that we're just kind of presuming will happen. That's like the next na- next natural step. But And it's likely it could happen, but what happens if it doesn't, to me, is the question. I do think one thing that works against them is they will rest. Like these dudes, they're not going to push 82 games. So you're going to get some games where it's like, hey, 
Wiseman, you're starting, buddy. Like, <laughs> get on out there and start. And how do they do in those games, especially now as the hunted? To me, I think they'll have Hi, a Jerome good minutes. regular season. Hi, Jerome minutes, right? Should have been Pat Spencer minutes. No, people were going crazy about that. Uh, I agree. Uh, I me, agree with that. I agree with that. By the way, you're correct. Should have been Pat Spencer minutes. I, I like it. I like Pat Spencer for the story, but uh, I have no idea about either one of them. Yeah. Uh, to me, I feel like I mean, if they just decided to click, they could win sixty games. Like they have the regular season team where you can just run these bodies. You can be deep. You know, like you saw Denver like going all out playing. They were playing hard. They were running out there. And then when the Warriors brought in their young players, they had Jeff Green on the court, Ish Smith. It's like a 40 and over team. I was like, who who are all these? They don't have a young squad after like to bring in. So, you know, it's like the, the Warriors can like run. They can like get guys out there and play hard and be athletic and run and wear you out and then bring in Steph back. To me, they're kind of set up for a regular season. The question becomes with this team, how do these guys respond in the postseason? Like, that's what matters. That's a whole different level. And then that becomes about what does Draymond have? How good is Clay? That type of issue. So, to me, it comes down to is Clay more the Clay from 2019 or the Clay who we saw last year kind of struggle to find the rhythm? To me, that like that's a big difference. Is Draymond more game? five, six Draymond or game three, four Draymond, right? Uh, to me, those are the bigger questions. Uh, I'm, I'm holding out before I make, before I make some conclusions on why he's in the Wiggins. And part of that is because behind the scenes, people are always like, oh, did you see why? Let me tell you about what, I mean, they're so excited. And I'm like, yo, relax, man. Like, <laughs> I need to see this stuff first. Yeah, it's... um. I mean, Fitz. Fitz is very, very excited about <laughs> Wiseman. Um, yeah, to be it's fair, hard you know, not to be. I get it. Like you watch him do some of the things he does, and it's like, hey, man, if this guy can be halfway decent, he's gonna be great for the Warriors. Yeah. To be fair, it's been a nice, uh, nice preseason for him in general. Like it's been above what I expected. It's been so. a preseason. Like that's what mattered. Right. True. He's had True. A preseason. So bad yeah. or good, he just needed one. I think that's important. I, I just wonder, like, these guys got to go through it, man. They just have to go through it. They're getting their shot. When everybody's in that, we got to take down the Warriors mode. And you know that's different, right? Like, it, it's different than when, like, Jordan Poole was getting his looks when they were, like, the laughing stock of the league, right? Yeah. Like, he was out there. He was He was out there getting, you know, 25 minutes when the Warriors weren't, like, who everybody was you're getting saying, up for. You're saying, you're saying Anthony Davis is coming for him on open night? You know what I'm saying? Like these yeah. Now it's like, oh, we got to take these dudes out, you know, and that's that's just a different level. And that's probably good in the long run because they're, they're cutting their teeth in a in a more stringent environment. So that, that should help them in the long run. Uh, it'll certainly help all of the teaching that has to happen, right? Because they're going to get cooked some nights. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, the Warriors are already – I was watching uh, – the Lakers and, you know, Kendrick Nunn and them didn't miss a shot against the Warriors. And then I watched the next game and they couldn't make a shot. Yeah. It's like, yeah. this is going to be one of those years where everybody gets hot against the Warriors. They don't miss. Right. And those create the kind of teaching moments that they'll need. So to me, it, it, it could look rougher than it actually is, but they need it because you got to get ready for the playoffs. And that's when the, all this will really be determined. That's yeah. like peak peak two timelines is trying to do that at the same time, but they actually need to do that because you can't, you just can't run Steph more than sixty five games in my opinion. You can't run Clay more than more. Can than they, can you sit them guys while the league is kind of like you know what I'm saying <laughs> trying to come for them? Like, Fifty two. There's a lot of teams that are going to be in the Wembenyama sweepstakes. You know, the, you, yeah, you, can, you can get you can get Steph some rest in San Antonio. I mean, and, who and in OKC. the West? Though? Yeah, you get a few of those, but like Houston. the West is kind of loaded. Yeah, hold on, he's got he's got to go at Kevin Porter. What you mean, Houston? I think there's what there's there's like five to ten teams. Green, his former camper. Jalen <laughs> Green, Jalen Green looks amazing. I yeah, he's good. Looking incredible. Yeah, wow, he does look incredible. Second year guy I, that young. Here's the thing, too. Also, like, you know, you probably in, in a in a more optimal situation, you definitely don't want to run Draymond into the ground either, right? Yeah. But like, but he's got a lot to, to do. He's got a lot to prove. So now it's like, you know, Draymond needs to he he you know he's gonna be motivated to play and look really well and kind of dominate. So that's gonna be interesting too. 
how do they manage that? Uh, like you said, there's just got to be enough of those San Antonio games to get rest because <laughs> he, he, I don't see Draymond taking a rest with somebody out there he could go kind of no, make a name on. He's uh he'll be he'll be ready to go when it's Minnesota and Go Bears playing. That's for sure. Oh, I can't wait! I cannot wait for that. That, that Minnesota defense is uh that's a lot lot of uh. Long long. Long. Maybe maybe he should rest that game. He's not. Nah. He might he might look old against some of those guys. Well, it's just it's it's a lot. I think resting on Jaden McDaniel's shoulder. It's like they've got mm. one one guy, and then and then yeah, it and, was so weird though that him Gobert and Cat on the court together. Like oh, yeah, that's I think it's fascinating. It's a top league pass team for me. I have no idea whether they're going to be good or not. It makes it doesn't really make sense, but it'll be fun. Delo's terrible. Get the ball out of Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards' hands. That's what I want to see. Out or or in? <laughs> out of his hands. That dude ain't Anthony. Anthony's go. Ant Man's gonna have a rock, and yeah. now you got another guy who like. I mean, wasn't Utah's whole thing was like he wasn't Donovan mm-hmm. Mitchell wouldn't give him the ball. Like now mm-hmm. he's like, all right, now I'm on a new team. Let me show you what I can do in the post. Yikes. Yeah, but at least, Man, but at least like, this one. At least way. this guy. At least this guy can play some defense. I think it drove Rudy insane that he all he didn't get the ball and they didn't even try on defense. Yeah, that's probably pretty frustrating. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to Minnesota. That's gonna be that is a, a good league pass team. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Before we get you out of here, Marcus, I want your uh I want your bold take for the 2022-23 season. Give me your random prediction, just something random. Like Andy predicted, Kuminga is going to lead the team in scoring. No, <laughs> you did it. No, <laughs> in twenty twenty nine. Jeez, bold, bold. Pred- I, whatever. What can you say that's bold? Like, uh, uh, I mean, Jordan like Bull Draymond Punk. DPOI isn't uh, yeah. bold. Steph MVP is that bold? That's, that's really bold. bold. That's bold. It is bold. I mean, I, I don't. Right, Steph I don't MVP. You <laughs> think he's? You think we're gonna get one more MVP year out of him? Listen, people, like when you come off a title, that's the best time to win the MVP. Now everybody's like, "Oh yeah, man, it's the guy." So, like, people are gonna be on him now. Not like so he'll be in the conversation already off the bat. Like, remember that there was one year where Steph came out. I think that was twenty twenty one or something. like it might have been 18. I don't remember when it was, but he was just like determined. He came out gunning and he was talking about mm-hmm. they were listed the top five and I wasn't even in it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and he had to go out and kind of put his name in it. He coming out now with his name already in it. The dude just like won a title of the game. So now it's almost like, remember the rookie of the year? Where mm-hmm. like you, he's walking into the MVP conversation and you win that early. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's kind of one early. So you know, people are going to be tired of Jokic winning it, so he's yeah. kind of out of the mix. Uh, and then it's like, all right, you know, he's going to put up great numbers, though. No. I'm thinking it's, I'm, all right, Steph Curry MVP. That's, if that's yeah, bold, look at that, look, bold. look at that, look at that. That's, that's perfect. What, that's what we're looking for. I just needed, I needed your prediction for the season. Hey, I was go. going with, I was about to say Wiggins DPOY, but y'all settled. So somebody <laughs> said, somebody said that the other day. I thought that was interesting and and not going to happen, but I thought that was interesting. Bold, bold prediction, like Pat Baldwin breaks the rotation. That's a bold prediction. That would be bold, or that is bold. You think he will? That would be right. Yeah. No, but you see, <laughs> wanted a bold prediction. Huh? Break the rotation in Santa Cruz. I bet you. I bet you. Steve secretly wants to play Pat Baldwin over some other guys that you know. Maybe this, maybe this Joe. You got to watch every night. You don't. You don't know what's going on, and then all of a sudden, Steve throws Baldwin out there to and said, "Hey, go guard Jokic." There's such the least surprising thing when he when he was one of the first times to come in against Denver. It's like, okay, he's a big guy. He knows how to cut. You know, he can shoot the three. It's like, all right, this guy plays the fun. game the right way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually really like him. I don't know why I'm rolling my eyes. I actually really like him. Uh, uh, I, you know who I really like is Dante. I think Dante DiVincenzo is going to be really good for the word. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a bold take, though. He's uh Dante DiVincenzo would be starting but by the end of the year. Is that a bold you're gonna, you're gonna take Clay's job? That would be bold. <laughs> and and leapfrog Jordan Poole. I can <laughs> I can never get over Bomani calling him white Dante. Because when you when you see Dante it's the greatest thing of all time, it's the can, greatest uh, name. Yeah, you can't top that with him. White Dante is it. Cause like I talk to him and it, it fits perfect. Like this <laughs> dude grew up in the hood, like he 
Oh. He with it, you know, like yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we need the story. He with it. He with man. Hey, patience, man. I was working <laughs> on my uh, working That's on the what? lacrosse story. Yeah. You know, lacrosse to the NBA. Then my man gets gets cut. So yeah, you gotta give yeah. it. You gotta give Bob Formula One piece. Then you gotta give Bob shit down. for that one. Like Bob, you just ruined the story. I'm already a thousand words in. What are we doing? I, I actually gave it to Raymond. I was like, Raymond, man, you. You used to be powerful out here, man. You used to get people signed <laughs> just for the storylines. Now you got no clout out here. What are we supposed to write about Ty Jerome? His <laughs> jump shot's one of the uh, like, Pat Spencer on, on, on the team just so he could have Vern Glenn was about to put on the cross outfit and play <laughs> <laughs> and play Pat Spencer. This was happening. Raymond had the stories all lined up. And then here comes Bob Hayden. Uh, I guess they have, guess they have too many wings, but yeah, you know, it breaks my heart, but bigger things to worry about if you're a Warriors fan. So what was yours, Sam, your bold take? What is my bold take? Let's haven't see done it yet, is. but let's okay. see. My bold take is Kuminga is going to be the young guy who's playing the most minutes come playoff time. He's going to leapfrog all of them. He's going to be playing GP2's role come playoffs. Okay. My I think movie, he's... Huh? No, I think that's my guy. That's my guy. I think the athleticism, I think if he just, if he just sticks to what he did in that Denver preseason game, which he probably won't because he's young, you know, but, uh, but if he locks into that, like who else do they have? Who can do that? Just Wiggins, right? Wiggins, the only other like legitimate athlete on the wing that they have. I think. I think it's I mean, going to yeah, be not a Pat Spitzer's got waves. Yeah. 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 And, and, and GP's gone. I think playoffs also all about wings. You want to have as many of those type of guys as possible. They play the, if they play the Clippers, how's Wiseman going to play in that series? But you know, you know who could, you know who they could use against like six different guys, Kuminga, you know? So I think, I think it may be up and down for him, but I think come playoff time, he may end up uh, getting the most minutes of all of them in the playoffs. And then Ja won't be able to say, you know, take your yeah. time. Earn a, like, all right, now I'm ready. I got you. I saw that clip the I other day. You, I thought you were going to say, like, Draymond gets traded or something. I actually, my my take was going to no, be. No, they've, they've shown us they're not doing trades no matter what. No, no. <laughs> we, actually, tried, they, we, tried to, we tried to speak many trades into existence. It got nowhere. That is factually correct. I actually think he'll be on the team next year. That's That's my take. But I know what you wasn't saying, Sam. Was he that? wasn't gonna say Steve Kerr coach of the year. I know you weren't gonna say that. That's not, he's like as, top three. He's top three in the Vegas you odds. Hate Steve Kerr. As much he's as top. Hate he's Steve top Kerr. three in the Vegas odds. I don't know how he didn't get a vote last season. That was that was disrespectful. They were, they were a little under the radar with the injuries. I I kind of get it. I think if there was a coach of the playoffs, he would have got that. You you know what's happened though these days? Like now, like uh, affluence from a. NBA perspective is just completely frowned upon. Like it's about the struggle, right? Like it's people care about what do you do with nothing? What do you do in poverty? Ah, yeah. Like that's what it is. Like that. That's the narrative now. It's no longer. Hey, like can let, you let, take a team we all think sucks to the seven seed? Yeah, as opposed I mean, to, Jokic has won back to back MVPs. Yeah, Russell nobody, Westbrook has won. And this is this is what the Warriors did with KD. This is what the super team did. It made everybody hate, yeah. you know, basketball affluence, and they want they want the poverty, they want the struggle story. By the like, way, something hard. By the way, check in check in Vegas. Kerr is the odds on favorite. But to your point, number two, Chris Finch. Just they're so ready to you know. But, but you know what? Carried you know why Minnesota odds on to favorite. Th- because you want to tell Draymond situation. No, Draymond situation. Like, oh, now he's got to deal with that. That's Overcome true. adversity, Steve. <laughs> Carry them through the drama. Oh, I, I mean, I do think if there is one coach of the NBA, look, the guy might not be the smartest exit than those guys, Stevie, oh, Steve, but I feel like if there's one dude that can hold it together, oh, bye, Steve. Probably Navigating it well so far. I know. Well, I would go with Steve. He's got his biggest test on Tuesday. He got LeBron across from there. You know, Draymond Michael sit on their bench. Oh you know, who knows, God. right? <laughs> uh, what's what? What's the what was the more shocking uh, development? Who getting you know thirty a year or Wiggins taking twenty four? Wiggs. Wiggins. I, I, I um, when I saw what Tyler Hero got, I'm like, market's been established. Pool's yeah. getting 
pool's getting like $1 more or whatever, you know, whatever. It's like, if he gets 30, I get 31. Right. Which kind of what happened anyway. Um, Wiggins. I, I did not see that happening. $10 million pay cut. Yeah. It's not a joke. It's not. I mean, he'll be okay, yeah. but I, I, yeah. I didn't see it coming. He'll be fine. You see that, you see that, that 147 what was the previous one, 147 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was about 150. Right. So, He'll so be okay. that, that's all Steve, man. Steve built that culture, man. He look Wiggins took ten million dollars less to stay with Steve. Like, come on, Andy. Steph. That's Steph, top Steph. Relax, Steph. This is Steph's team. You think Draymond takes ten million less to stay with Steve? <laughs> <laughs> you might have to pay Draymond again. Ten million you more, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, no more drama, you guys. Stop focusing on the negative stuff. Focus on. Oh, sure. Come on, I, this, is, this is just positivity here, Marcus. We appreciate you. Thank you, sir. All right, have a good one, fellas. Chapman, welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.